After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are here to talk about TV commercials, good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. I'm hot, and I'm steamy, and oh man, do I smell delicious. My name is Andrew Walsh, I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hello, Genevieve. Hello, Andrew. Thanks for making the trip to the studio today. Oh, yeah, no problem. No problem getting here? No problem getting here, okay, yeah, good. your directions were great. You were upstairs, right? I was just upstairs. Okay, yeah, and then you came down. Uh, coming up on the show today, I have, by the way, Genevieve, we gotta talk about this. I already know what I want to name the show. I've been burned on that before. Exactly. And so now I have to do this whole dance because you admitted a couple of weeks ago that you feel like it's cheating or something if we have the name of the show ready to go before we record it. It's not it. So cheating. It's just that I left a great name. We left a great name on the table one week because we were sort of already in our own heads about the name of the show. Well, I've got a great name for this week's show. So what is it? If it's if no, it's, I can't tell you. What I have to do is I have to no, pretend like I don't. After the show, if it's good, it will stand the test. I'm not telling you. After the show, I'm going to throw out a bunch of bunk ideas, and then I'm going to throw out the one I like, and then you're going to take the one I like, and I have to do this whole thing now just for you because you're weird. Did you read some sort of management book or something? <laughs> Does it seem like I've read a book? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, coming up on this show today, this was... Uh, Is it I, marching orders? No, that's not bad, though. Yeah. So, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, let's not let's not assume we know what the show is going to... what in, in Marching its full, brands. Marching brands. That's great. That's marching prob- that, brands. That's a really good title. But now we can't use it because no, you're going to we... get in your head about it. We are talking about commercials that have marching bands in them today. And this was an idea that you had, Genevieve, watching, I believe, an Allstate commercial. Watching just television, generally. Mm-hmm. Um, marching bands are, it feels like they're everywhere. And then when we really dug into it, they are everywhere. Yeah, and have been for a long time. And have been forever. It's like there's there's this sort of undercurrent of marching bands throughout television advertising. One thing I liked about doing the research on today's show, this is such a boring, tedious thing to say at the top of the show, my apologies, but, you know, a lot of the the um, audio that we get for the new commercials come from that uh, website, iSpot.tv, right. right? It's a repository? Is that the right word? A repository for, like, TV commercials? Yeah. Um, and it also measures uh, metrics and stuff. Anyway, um, they always have a, a, a place where it says who are the performers in this commercial right and then if it's somebody who has been in other commercials it's a link and it'll take you to all of the you know what i mean if there's like some who's your favorite child actor who played he's probably not even a child anymore he's not a child anymore thomas barbuska right you could click on his name yeah. under the geico ad and it'll take you to all of the ads or my new favorite in. person molly lloyd right molly she comes on the tv you're like it's our girl <laughs> she's in that uh, baker mayfield one. Oh, that's right yes yes for progressive progressive um anyway I realized that they were just listing marching band as a performer. <laughs> so I just clicked on the link and it yeah. just took me to all the all of the commercials that had marching band. Easiest show as, prep ever. As a, um, but it's interesting when we go back in time and look at some of these marching band commercials from the 80s and 90s, you'll also see that like they uh, use famous marching bands too. Like people were very excited in the comments of some of these. Like uh, Yes. Uh, the, I, I can't wait to get into this because I want to talk a little bit about the tradition of marching bands and specifically HBCU marching bands. Yes. Um, okay. So 
so we'll get into all of that. And also, we'll check in with the Ad Council. It was interesting. We had a really fun time last week breaking down every single progressive, or almost every single progressive becoming your parents commercial and uh, asked ourselves if we're becoming our parents based on a uh, tabulation. <laughs> and um, <laughs> listeners were indeed playing along at home. So we have some reactions to last week's show. I can't wait. And some people who accidentally went overboard and got too many points, more points than were even allowed <laughs> based on their reaction. <laughs> to some of the things that happened in the commercials, so we'll talk about that. But let's start by talking about these marching bands. That is, of course, the Hell Leonard Marching Band. According to YouTube, um, <laughs> the first commercial that we'll probably start with here, the first commercial that we'll probably start with here, um, is the Allstate commercial that I mentioned before. And actually, I mentioned this on the show. Um, I think a couple of shows ago. I maybe? feel like this idea has been percolating a little bit because yeah. some of these ads have been showing up in other contexts, um, and it's been just. I've even mentioned, I think, on a previous episode that I wanted to talk about how much marching bands are showing up, and specifically for insurance. Mm -hmm. It feels like there's not an insurance company out there right now that isn't somehow leaning on a marching band at some point. Well, that's there's also more insurance commercials than anything else out that's there. That's true. That's true. But but specific, it is. It doesn't. It feel like quite a lot of insurance commercials, even even given that they're prevalent or their uh, predominance in mm -hmm. the marketplace. Like it just seems like somehow this is an idea that has seize the insurance ad makers yeah there's a lot uh, imagination there's a lot from the 2010s that's where the majority of these come from today then i specifically said what about marching band commercials from the 1980s and i did a search on that got another handful and then i did marching band commercials from the 90s and got almost nothing so yeah. it's like they, they, it might come in waves and i think I it maybe comes in waves i don't have any theories about that. but when we that. go back to the 80s you'll see it's a different kind of it's a lot of different it's a different category of products. It's more like consumer goods mm -hmm. or, or, or sodas. sodas, fast food, that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. That's not consumer goods, but but like, yeah, like food and drink. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this first one, this is the Allstate commercial where a woman who I believe I described uh, in previous episodes as a uh, milf, which is a, a mother I like to have coffee with. Yeah. She's you keep cute. changing what, what, what you want to do. What did I say last What time? you want to do to this with Myth. not to with with who wait what did i say last time i, I think thought that's you said, what i said like, mother i'd like to have dinner with or uh, something. Well, I, I thought it was coffee but um start with coffee anyway uh an attractive woman is um a, a woman that i described as attractive is leaving what is it a grocery store what is, what is the parking lot stadium she, oh she's leaving a stadium and as which she makes leaves sense the stadium, because yeah. the, there's a marching band following her yeah and a marching band just follows her around then follows her um down the street and of course they're wearing the all-state colors which is um kind of a kind of a, a light blue color welcome to all-state where we've just lowered our auto rates so she slowly pulls out the the band continues to play and continues now to follow her, but now they're like having to run for it because her car is through the streets. Is picking up speed because better protection costs a whole This I like a lot. She goes through the car wash and the band goes through, and I I love thinking about because they really get a close up on a couple of the mm -hmm. the players clearly walking through a car wash, 
And I'd love to know how they filmed that. Would you like to walk through a car wash? I would like to walk through a car wash. Is that a fantasy you've had since you were a kid? Well, I used to be very fri- afraid of car washes. Really? Yeah, it was very mm. frightening for the you know the big brush to come down. It gets very dark. Mm-hmm. And like when I was a little kid, I was afraid of it. That surprises um, me. I was afraid of a lot of things. I was not afraid of that. I found it to be a wonderland or a... Or a, yeah, a wonderland. I, I wasn't. I aged out of it pretty quickly, but I do remember being afraid of car washes. Um, now, even as an adult, I find it sort of magical to be in a mm-hmm. car wash, and I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I do think it would be very fun to have a reason to have to walk through one. Yeah, if it's a good one, like there's that one if not a, far. Only if it's a good well, one. There's that one that's like right. It's it's like in the parking lot of a gas station what is it, even that gas station on 65th i can't think of what it is it's like a sitco or yeah no, we don't have sitcos no, out there. Whatever. it doesn't matter um but uh it's such a it's like one of those like you know there's no attendance it's about the length of a car it's yeah probably, like, like the con- brushes probably are just filled with gravel with gravel yeah i think like a lot of consumer protection experts will tell you like don't use that kind because you're just going to scrape up your car's finish anyway right 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 to, to shoot this they must have had to be they must have had to recreate it recreate it very carefully wash. so that it looks like they're in a some kind of car wash but you can't send a real person through like that level of like heavy Mm-hmm. foam and stuff hitting you. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, I would want to go through a car wash if they had the hand-dry people. <laughs> Just hand-dry you? They'd hand-dry me off. It'd be good, <laughs> like with a nice chamois. I think that's um, considered a different category of service, Andrew. Um, we call that a car wash attendant I'd like to have me <laughs> dry off. Car, car wash to completion. <laughs> hey. Um, all right. Let's stick with insurance now and move on to Progressive. That's right. Progressive is making television commercials now. <laughs> They're dipping their toe in. Yeah. We've actually talked about this one before. Um, I forget under what, what, what brought it to our attention. But this is their um, home and auto bundle experience. Extrava Festa Savathon. It's kind of making fun of those, like, you know, car sale type of ads. Get ready. It's time for the savings event of the year the Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Savathon. And this Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Savathon, there's no telling what we might bundle. Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Savathon. Bundle cars, trucks, colonials, bungalows, and that weird hut your uncle lives in. So strike up the Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Savathon band for the deal that started forever ago and will probably never end. Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Savathon. Say it with me. Home and Auto Bundle. No one's leaving till you say it right. Home and the band is just one element to um, signify how over the top everything is. I mean, the the room has been filled with a balloon drop. There's confetti. There's just like it's just it's just too much of everything. It gets way too chaotic. In fact, this is one of those um, YouTube commercials on Progressive's page where um, at the end they'll put a little like button on just for us web viewers, yes. us web surfers, and um, you see Jamie, of course, flows. I don't know what what is their relationship. I mean, they're colleagues, but also I think like mentor and mentee. Yeah, and maybe her tormentor too, a little bit to a degree. He kind of drives her. No, I guess I don't think so. She's pretty imperturbable. That's true. He drives other people crazy. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, he's overwhelmed and scared. It's a dream. It's a nightmare. <laughs> that's it. There's your text. Um, <laughs> all right. So next on the list, we have oh my god, a just uh 
Just a terrible couple of commercials yeah, here. Yeah, these are Just real bad. awful. Now, I think this is interesting, though, because I didn't recognize anybody in them. I've probably seen these in the background, but I am so bad with recognizing any old any football faces. Players. Yeah, and, and then also, like, old football players, coaches, like... I didn't know who anybody was until you told me to put this on the list. Then I started Googling around. I'm like, oh, that's Deion Sanders. Oh, that's Nick Saban. Yeah. Oh, that's why they can't act. Well, actually, Deion Sanders is kind of okay, but man, does Nick Deion Saban is drag a, him Deion down. Deion is a performer to his core. That's why they yeah. called him, you know, primetime Deion. That's why they called him, you know, Neon Deion. I mean, he was an Atlanta Falcon. He's one of the very few football players from, like, the, the 90s that I can – identify like by sight because yeah, you sent me a note that said the neon Dion commercial I didn't know that that was Dion Sanders I thought that that was some mascot neon Dion oh, I had no idea so I'm like looking around neon Dion commercial and then eventually I got to Affleck yeah sorry I didn't realize that would be um I don't know specialized knowledge um yeah so neon uh, neon Dion Dion Sanders is a I you know he's a huge he's a performer to his core um and when i was digging in these ads are bad i will agree with you right off the bat they're the second one is they're so not bad. well designed they're pretty they're pretty confusing visually and and auditorily um but it they are the tip they're the pointy end of a spear that i think is worth talking about which is um dan sanders um relationship and boosterism for HBCUs in in the NFL and in, in basically in the draft. Um, so it's kind of that's worth getting into a, a little coach. bit. He's a, a college he, coach now, right? He is now. Um, I mean, he was a uh, he he was recruited to coach. I forget now which uh, historically black uh, college or, or university uh, he was recruited to coach. But he basically Jackson can, State. Jackson State. Okay, so he he kind of came out like in public, I think as an announcer maybe, or as a commentator and, and basically like called the NFL out, which as you know, is not something that they love for you to do during your commenting and, and uh, whatever, uh, like on air presence. He called the NFL out for not doing enough to recruit, not putting enough recruitment effort into football players from HBCUs. Mm-hmm. And it resulted in like some well-deserved like attention to those players. Um, and those is programs. Is he the one? I was I was listening to the Levitard show, and they were making fun of. Or I don't know if they were making fun of this or not. I think they were. Um, there is some former player who's a coach now who gets mad when the media doesn't refer to him as coach. I oh, think really? That was him. Yeah, I think at a press conference he dressed down a reporter. And that or was something. Deion Sanders I who did that. I think it might have oh, been. I mean, I might be. Might be slandering him here. Um, no, I mean, you might be like, he he has every right to be called coach. He should be called what he wants to be yeah, called. Yeah, I think it was kind of one of those things where he's very proud to be a coach, yet on the other hand, everybody knows him as, you know, Deion Sanders. And so if you say Mr. Sanders or Dion, and he says Oh, yeah, it looks uh, like coach. here he walks out of an interview after being called Dion. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. So it wasn't a press conference. It was an interview. That's interesting. So anyway, well, let's start with... I don't know which of these comes first in the in the narrative arc of these two commercials, if there is a narrative arc. But I think it's the one where they're on the field is first. You want to start with that one? Yeah. Okay. Well, sort of. It is. There is, the is a. There is loosely speaking a storyline. Okay. Here. This one is so bad. So Nick Saban apparently has been the spokesperson for Aflac for a while now. I had no idea. I didn't know. And what do the we, guy and do we like. need to say Nick Saban is like 
like he's a, the Alabama coach. He's I like a say. historically winning Alabama coach. Yeah, very, yeah, one of the most famous. But again, I w- I wouldn't have been able to pick him out of a lineup. I only knew the name anyway. So I guess Dion is on the field. I'm sorry, C- Coach Sanders. Yeah. is on the field, and he's wearing like um like he's wearing the Aflac colors. He's you know he's wearing like kind of like a you know maybe track pants and 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 a nice like um. You know, some sort of athleisure wear, I guess, or athletic wear. Um, but it's noted that he's wearing the Aflac colors, which is why I'm going into all those details. And he's uh, hanging out with, I believe, the marching band, which is on the field. He's and like then, coaching the marching yeah, band for whatever reason. The, so that's weird. And then, um, and then Nick Saban comes walking across the field to greet him with the Aflac duck, who is no longer played by Gilbert Gottfried, as we discussed in. Great detail on TBTL today for some reason. Totally unrelated <laughs> to all of this. Um, so anyway, take a listen to this. This is uh, this is Coach Saban coming with the duck to say hello to Coach Sanders. Hey, Coach Prime. And he calls him Coach Prime. This is another confusing thing for me because, as you mentioned before, his nickname is Primetime. Yeah. Hey, Coach Prime. I think you got what it takes to wear the Aflac. It's style, charisma, and a smile that's 21 out of 10. Aflac! You know Aflac can help keep unexpected health care costs from ruining someone's finances. Now, this is my favorite part of the commercial. This is where Nick Saban and his dead eyes hold up a newspaper saying exactly what the date is. That's not actually what's happening, but it my feels God, like it, yeah. what is happening? He, is he, is he, why does he have this job? Uh, well... His job isn't to do... Yes, you're right. Why does he have this job pitching for Aflac? He looks He's so really good at coaching dead. football. Yes, he just I looks think like everyone he does not want to be there. But he sure as shit does not want to be here. And he's, there's a reason I think that you didn't recognize and I didn't... I had to be told that was Nick Saban, whose name I certainly know. But there's a reason I didn't recognize his face. And it's because every other advertiser on planet Earth was like... Hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, start, thank you. I'm going to start this. Well, you couldn't find a Manning. There's not like some Manning cousin Well, somewhere. yeah. I mean, I think it has something to do with this broader yeah, partnership. partnership that I, I mentioned. I and I mean, I'm sure for most people in, you know, south of the Mason-Dixon who follow college oh, yeah. football, Nick Saban's face is very familiar. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm in the vast minority and not recognizing Well, him. not not worldwide, but yeah, like maybe for this for this particular sort of milieu, but and my guess is these air yeah. heavily during football. Sure, games. especially hey, during college Coach football. Prime. I think you got what it takes to wear the Aflac. It's style, charisma, and a smile that's twenty-one out of ten. Aflac, you know Aflac can help keep unexpected health care costs from ruining someone's finances. God, that's Check the best line read they got. Yeah, and did you notice that they um, they move the camera away from him and focus on the duck when he's delivering that line because you know it's like a million takes. Yep. They probably like piece that together yeah. from press conferences. Keep unexpected health care costs from ruining someone's finances. <laughs> Check out this coverage. You still got it, Coach. You still got it. Okay, now he's like kind of doing like. Like some sort of like a uh, like a sidestep exercise, sort of running a drill with the duck. With the duck, and then he says, "Coach, you still got it." Which did the coach ever play? And he said, "What is? What does he mean? Check out this coverage." He's just kind of kind of going back. He's not. Co- I guess he's covering the duck. Is he playing the part of a? Is the duck cover? Whose coverage is he ch- wanting us to check who's out? Who's covering who? Him, Coach Saban, or him, the duck? Coverage. You still got it, coach. You still got it. Never lost it. Yeah. Aflac. You see that coverage? With that wingspan, I see why you got more rings than a cell phone. There's always room for one more. Yeah. 
and they just get also they expensive. have way too much wordplay in here. Somebody loves the wordplay. He says that Afflacket instead of Afflack jacket. Oh, it's complete he, mess. Yeah, it's just such. It's just so. And at one point, uh, Coach Sanders says something like, "That's twenty-one out of ten, which I take to be a reference to something, but I don't know what. Now this next one, believe it or not, I mean, comparatively speaking, is actually more coherent. I don't know if it's better. I think it is a little it's bit better. It's better. This one, they're in like the but coaches. But I have some complaints here too. Okay, so this one, where they're they're in like some sort of like the coach's office maybe? Is this well, this is Satan's like, office? no, this is like a, a fancy upscale uh, t- like um, men's tailor. Oh, they're at the tailor shop. Right. Okay, and so you have the duck who's now donned some like cheater glasses which is again kind of it's to make look. it's to make him look like a like a tailor right so the duck is playing the part of the tailor here and the duck is kind of like playing the role of the tailor tonight will be <laughs> the, the Affleck duck. duck and uh the duck is helping Deion sanders kind of like measure up this new blue sport coat he's putting on that of course is again in the Affleck colors and uh, Coach Saban is also in the room, just sort of kicking it at, I guess, what is the... See, this is confusing, Genevieve. I don't think he's at a tailor's because this is clearly Saban at his own desk because there's photos of him You're with right. the duck half behind of the room, him. Half of the room is, is dressed, is set dressed like a tailor's shop, like a fancy one, you know, with like the three-way, the, the three-sided mirror. But then the other half of the room is... You're, set dressed like Saban's office because there's trophy cases. My yeah. guess is when you're this famous, the tailor comes to you and he brings and his brings whole shebang. Mirror. Yeah, okay. you bring a mirror. So anyway, that's not even the most confusing thing, right? Because now we're in this office and he's getting fitted for the jacket, and Saban's there, and he says something that's I guess kind of like ribbing or whatever. They're also but keep then, making jokes about gold jackets, which is a Hall of Fame oh, right. reference. Yeah, uh, which I had to look up. Um, but they're they're fitting him for this blue jacket, but it's like a a riff on the gold jacket that you would right. get. Right. But then also in the room, it's revealed about halfway through. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Is a marching band or a small contingent of a marching band, but then also with the marching band are three women who are dressed kind of like the Robert Palmer women, sort of. A well, little bit. I like, would more say like they're soul singers. They're more like of. the backup dancers in a. It, for a soul singer, yeah, like okay. what's the what's the documentary? Twenty feet from, from stardom, stardom. Yeah, yeah. they're kind of like that, not overly retro, but like that's a little bit the vibe. And there's so three, you're mixing, there's three black women singing and dancing, and so you're mixing you're mixing the marching band, which as you mentioned before, I mean it's it's this would not be a, a drumland. This is a marching band, but there's a tradition of like drumlines and marching bands, marching bands. Uh, is that another show title? Marching Blands. <laughs> marching Blands. <laughs> uh, anyway, and the, but you're mixing this marching band idea with this like totally different genre, which is like kind of soul singing. You know, it's just it's I don't know. It, it seems all confused. If I sound confused, it's because I'm confused. Let's just try playing the audio of this and seeing if it all pieces together. Because I don't think I'm making the show more interesting by doing this. Don't be shy now. Like the prime cut. Uh-huh. I love my gold jacket, but that black blue feels so right. When you feel right. Your coach right. I know that's right. Prime never believed in double coverage. But health insurance and Affleck is money. Must be money. And I know how Coach Prime feels about money. Affleck. Oh, yeah. Then at the end. God damn it, Genevieve. There's so What's much happening, happening here. I'm then, so sick of my then, voice. So then Saban- Nick Saban opens up a case that has like a Marcellus Wallace 
gold light coming out of it when he says, I know how Coach Prime feels about money. And then Dion and the duck like stare in awe at the what is presumably a chest of money. And is the joke that this is the duck's briefcase? Because it's not the size of a human briefcase. And it's blue. My friend, I think it's supposed to be the duck's briefcase. There is so much happening here. There is too much going on in this ad by about a factor of 20. And we never see what's in the briefcase, but it does, like you say, that kind of gold light emanates out from it and shines on the you know what it is it's Gilbert Godfrey's soul that's what's in the <laughs> that's what's in the tiny that's what, briefcase that's, that's right and I know how coach Brown feels about money now that is what this jacket needs it must be money. Oh, oh no it is revealed I that's stand corrected right. I forgot because there's so much happening my apologies what they take out of the case is a is a gold Necklace with diamonds that spells out Aflac. A huge, yeah, like a huge uh, blinged out gold chain yeah. that says Aflac. That there's Dion just so much on. happening in that. Okay. Like you have the the three singers who look great and sound great, but they are absolutely clashing both sound wise and style wise with the marching band that's shoved in behind them. Okay. There's a tailor. There's tailoring going on, but also there's an office. It's just a mess. I hate it. I don't want to talk about it anymore because I think I'm. I think that po- I think that commercial is ruining our podcast. So let's move. I'm <laughs> the one who ruined this podcast. Um, so this is going back a ways. This is back to uh, 2010 here, and I, I don't remember this at all. But I really like it. So McDonald's. This. Oh wait. You know what? I'm confusing this. We have don't we have McDonald's uh, twice yes. in this? Okay, this is the one from 2010. This one is okay. I thought I like I liked it because the marching band plays a part in the story here. It's not just sort of like set dressing so far. It's like, okay, the marching band is following her around. That That's more than set dressing. But then in the um, this one is actually one, they're just there. But this one is like, how is your product affecting this marching exactly. band? Exactly. Right? And so we have uh, a band. They're out on the field, and they're doing their thing. It looks like it's, and it's probably a good, at halftime. It's a good marching band. Like, you really – they got, you get the overhead shot, and they're really doing, like, a very elaborate, um, you know, pattern on the field with, like – spinning you know they're spinning like a wheel and like circles going in opposite directions and i lack the vocabulary to adequately describe this but you've all seen marching bands before and then some knucklehead on the sidelines decides that they got they're hungry so they open up a pack well i think she's setting up like the craft services table in essence she's a knucklehead and i stand (laughs) by it i think it's like the post no you're right event snack table but, but suddenly somebody gets a whiff of these nugs yeah. that she's setting up on the sidelines so then the band uh, loses interest in marching and they all just kind of like one by one drop off and head to the sidelines for a snack I do love to see a marching band do its thing it's very visually appealing I understand okay now they smell they, they're smelling the nuggets they're falling out of formation now they're simple joy of temptation. And now with 20 crispy chicken McNuggets at McDonald's for just $4.99, everyone can get in on the action. I do feel sorry for the audience at this football game that totally did not get a show. You know what like, I like? I like the sound of this, too, because like there's just like one horn somewhere. Playing. You don't see who it is, but like, what what is that? Is that like a baritone or something that's just still farting around in the background? It's like the last person who's like, no, damn it. I'm going to finish the job. Everyone can get in on the action. And then they, uh, then you get one doing the I'm loving it. Yeah. 
Can we skip ahead since I kind of already missed messed this up? Can I skip ahead to the 1980s here and play the American uh, all American high school band commercial from McDonald's from like I think the mid 80s? Sure. Yeah, this is kind of interesting. It's not really for McDonald's per se. It's for their band that they sponsor. Yeah, which I don't know if they're still doing this or not. Did you? Do, I, I kind of doubt it. Um, I don't know. But the the commercial will kind of explain it. You'll see um, these kids who are. Um, uh, kind of going about their daily lives, they're uh, high schoolers, and um, and then you see them individually, each like, kind of gearing up with their um, with their band uniforms from their respective schools. John Krantz, All American, Nevada. Terry Ratliff, All American, North Carolina. Christine Chapman, All American, Michigan. They're part of an All American team we can all be proud of. Ladies and gentlemen. The McDonald's All-American High School Band. 104 of our country's finest high school musicians. 104. McDonald's salute to high school musicians everywhere. Would you I like, love those nerds. Would you like to know why it's 104? Yes. In 1967, the McDonald's All-American High School Band was created by Ray Kroc, mm. founder of McDonald's, yeah. to honor two of the best high school musicians from each state, along with U.S. territories, Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands. Okay. Um, and they so get you up to 100 up until it I think it basically uh, went oh. kaput in 1992 oh so the Virgin Islands and then what were the other two from or Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands so that's where you get 104 right nice um, and so for like for years for decades it was like a it was a you know in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade Tournament of Roses and like all the big parades but then in 1992 I don't know what happened it just uh, I don't know they probably probably just decide to stop funding it i guess that sucks they should bring it back definitely everybody loves a marching band they're going through a moment right now mcdonald's should jump on that and um that means though officially the all-american high school well the mcdonald's all-american high school band had more representation than the senate yeah than the u.s senate which is an interesting uh, comparison there um all right let's let's jump uh forward in time to uh modern day again uh, what did you think of this Windex commercial? I wanted to talk to you about this. This is wild, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Am I wrong to be... Am I wrong to feel somehow like this is like Windex is getting too big on itself? Something weird is going Something on Something weird is going commercial. on here. It gives me a strange feeling. It's very long, for one thing. It's 90 seconds. And it's a marching band, but more like... Picture more like a second line type of marching mm-hmm. band. It's not second line, to be clear. It's not. Um, it's not actually a New Orleans um, type of marching band, but it's more loosey goosey than your buttoned up mm-hmm. uniform marching band. They're just sort and of. They're marching through the streets of a city. Yeah, it's a small coterie of marching of musicians. They do have on like the jackets, but then they're also sort of like they kind of like funkified them or whatever, and they're being led by their, I guess drum major but he's also singing and as they as they go through the city they're singing about how light is life and we're seeing all these beautiful um like this is sort of the golden hour type of light at this in the through the city and as they march to the city people are coming to their windows from their beautifully lit apartments and watching this this band go past and they're we're meant to we're meant to uh, notice the beautiful light that they're experiencing because of their clean windows. Yeah, this is like the golden hour. Yeah, it's, didn't um, I say that? Oh, did you say that? I'm yeah. sorry. Um, I was also trying to, when you were listening, well, while you were talking and I wasn't clearly listening closely enough, I was trying to think of this guy's style too because like, yeah, like 
they're wearing kind of band uniforms, but then it's kind of like lumineered up, sort yeah, of. Like he's like, oh, he's wearing it like kind of open in front, and he's yeah. got a bandana tied around him. And he's got like, you know, like a, more than a five o'clock shadow, a couple a of day hat. beard, and, and like this quirky hat. And yeah, so all right, take a listen to this. Windex presents. Yeah. Light is life. That's what it says on the screen. Band of misfits. Yeah, they're misfits. They've got tattoos and Doc Martens. Very Portlandy. Very Portlandy. Is what? this Portland? You know, I don't know. A Portlander would have to tell you. I, I can't. I can't identify it as such. You know what's interesting? We both said the golden hour, but then there's an indication that people are waking up, which is a problem with this commercial. Maybe it's if the this sunrise. Is supposed to be more, but this isn't. This is definitely not sunrise light. That's kind of a problem because they should, unless people are seeing this at different times of day, which I don't think is the case. Like this is very specifically that golden hour sunset that I didn't know about until I moved to the West Coast, yeah. right? But they're treating it like it's morning time. People are kind of waking up and grabbing cups of coffee and their um, respective dom and then like looking out the windows of their apartments as this um, band uh, marches through the streets. Light! Okay, do you want to talk about what happens here? So, yeah, so right as the music stops, um, the band leader kind of gestures up to, you know, people have been coming to their windows to watch these this band go by. He looks up, and there's an older man standing at his window to watch the band go by. But unlike everyone else in the commercial, his window is not clean. It has a filthy handprint right in the center of it. And when he sees the light hitting his, this golden hour light hitting this gross handprint and casting a shadow on him, he reaches next to him where he conveniently has a full bottle of Windex. Good on him. Good on him. And washes off the handprint and creates a clean uh, window and then the music resumes. It's like a needle scratch moment. The Windex. Squirt, squirt. Wipe, wipe. Everyone's happy. Light this It's just a, a band that goes through a, an unnamed city shaming people for having dirty windows, I guess. It is very Portlandy, though. It's like a it goddamn Portlandia sketch. It feels like a Portlandia God, I hate that so much. I hate that guy. I hate that band leader. I hate whoever came up with this. I hate thinking of this was from 2019, by the way, which also seems right. Um, I hate thinking about them filming it. Uh, there's some like self satisfaction. There's it some does smugness. feel very smug. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I was like, I watch it and again. And you love cleaning. I love cleaning. I also, I'm confused um, by the person who has a big handprint on their window, yet is also the same person who keeps Windex <laughs> next to that window. Well, maybe. There, there are layers. You, I would love to sit I mean, down look, with that you live character. with you live in a home where probably, 
I would put a dirty handprint on a window That's and true. you would have a bottle In fact, of fact, I'm going to dust that, see if it's your fingerprints. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that I like I I just felt like like you were indicating before like that commercial seems bigger than itself in some way and I just I was like am I missing something I was looking for like a press release this is definitely the type of campaign that is released with a press release right I I never found one um, because I gave up but um, uh, what I did stumble on was the fact that this song that is in this commercial first of all like it's a standalone song like a lot of people are like what's that Windex song and then like it's on Spotify where the artist is Windex I'm not joking I'm pretty sure I saw that it's on other it's on other platforms somebody asked me uh, last weekend what kind of music I listen to and as you know that's my least favorite question to answer because I don't Ugh. really have a good answer for it I, I my taste is so um, both pedestrian and and random mm-hmm. and I'm just going to start saying I just like Windex. I'm not saying mm-hmm, like I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying mm-hmm to keep you going, by the way. Thanks. Because I don't think that's true, by the way. It is true. It's fine. I don't think it's true. Um, I know that one time when we were very first dating, I said you're kind of a VH1 rocker and that's stuck in your head. Nobody that's even not knows why what VH1 I, is anymore, Genevieve. That's not why I feel that way. I my, my taste in music genuinely is just lowest common denominator. Um, and it's totally driven by convenience and... Uh, just like a pop sensibility and so I'm not so I just hate answering that question because I never know what to say because I don't even I can't even list the artists that I like to listen to because I never know who does anything you like Windex though so now easy answer I like like Windex I'm into Windex I'm into Windex can you see my screen look I just typed it into Spotify light is life that's the name of the song light is life by the band Windex apparently (laughs) and then second listed is the song that this is based on. Now, I was unfamiliar with this band and this song, um, and I think it takes a while to ramp up, but um, that song, Light is Life, is based on this song by a band called Opus, I believe an Australian band. And apparently this song was... You have Austrian written on the page here. um, You're right, and I copied and pasted that, so it's Austrian. Uh, Yes, that makes... You know what? That makes a lot more sense because... (laughs) I was reading comments from people who were like, this was huge in Europe. Not that an Australian band can't have a, a, a huge European hit. But yeah, this was an Austrian band called Opus, and their song was Live is Life, which is somehow worse. Like, I don't want to side with Windex here, but Light is Life is better than Live is Life. Well, when I listened to this song earlier, it sounded like the lyric was Life is Life, which is also They confusing. do say that. At times they say that, but here's the song. It's so repetitive. I'm not going to play much of it. I love the fact, too, that like they have another one that's called the live version. I don't think there's a studio version of this because it's called Live is Life. I'm not even joking about that. You see yeah, it's, that it's, one we just listened to where you hear the crowd singing and clapping along. Then the next one on the record is Live is Life, live version. Also, if Live is Life, then doing a studio version really kind of contra- is contradiction in terms. Studio is death. <laughs> Um, All right, let's move on from that. I was getting too angry at that hipster band leader. Um, His voice is very irritating. His everything is very irritating. He's pretty irritating, yeah. yeah. And I hate to be a curmudgeon, as you know, but... um Sorry. that This is not rational, okay? What I'm about to say is not rational, but I'm going to admit something here. 
just for the pleasure of of you and the, the joy of audience. confessing. But um, I killed a man. No. Um, <laughs> Something that irritates me, this makes no sense, okay? But something that irritates me about him, watching him, and again, I feel like kind of smugly marching through the streets is Shaming like, dirty windows. I just feel like if I think about him talking with his friends about his new Windex commercial that he landed, it pisses me off. Okay. I'm imagining him yeah. talking about the fact that he's the... I bet you he's... I have no evidence of this whatsoever yeah. but I feel like he's described himself as the Windex guy at some point thinking that commercial would have more legs than it did sure. and it pisses me off okay and I killed the guy okay um, let's talk about this Sensa commercial now I f- the name Sensa doesn't ring a bell to me but it does I for feel me. like the product is something that maybe has come up on the show before what are you you're, you're sprinkling something on your food to make it's you some, less hungry yeah it's some kind of rat poison that you sprinkle on your food <laughs> and it I don't know if it makes you less hungry or if it like does that if it's like Olean where it it somehow saps the the you know cal- caloric content of the food in some Ooh. way or, or blocks your body from absorbing it I suspect it's that. Uh, I don't know what the science behind Sensa is, but it was kind of a kind of had a moment there where it was like, you know, is this the big new weight loss trend? Yeah, on the website here it describes it as uh, with Sensa you can eat whatever you want and still lose weight. It's as easy as shake, eat, and lose weight no matter where you go. And when they say shake, it's like a little almost like salt shaker or spice shaker that you shake onto your food. Um, and in this particular commercial, it's called Drive In, and it's weird. It, 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 it almost looks like this takes place in the 1960s, but it's also sort of out of time. It's just sort of like a lot of iconography sort of of that time. You see like this, um, it's like a coffee, it says coffee shop drive-in, which doesn't really make a lot of sense, but it's kind of like the type of drive-in theater you would have seen in the movie Grease or something, right? Well, I don't think it's a theater. I think it's like a burger. Oh, I'm drive sorry. No, I said theater, but I meant a yeah, fast it's just food like place. A, yeah, it's just a fast food place, like a, you know, like a Sonic or something, except... Old, more timeless and they're drive they're the couple is in kind of a classic car but they're a modern couple yeah they're a modern couple and they're using something modern called sensa um, <laughs> and but they're in they're in an old car like 1960s car and I think the voiceover will do the rest of the work oh and, well as they're talking and as they're sprinkling this shit on their food suddenly a band appears like a couple of members of a marching band appear in the back seat of their car what if you could still eat what you want and lose weight? feel like celebrating sensa is as easy as shake eat now that's a reason that's that's the commercial just glitching out for some reason 30 pounds in six months without dieting visit sensa.com to get your free trial today so the band that's in the back seat ends up kind of, you know, you see a couple of members of the band in the back seat, but then all of a sudden there's a marching band all over the place, and they're yeah. marching on the car and around the car, this, and then eventually through the streets. This, to me, is the best example of what I think marching bands are meant to signify basically in all of these commercials, which is just excitement. Yeah, excitement, exactly. Celebration. Celebration. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a shorthand for celebration. And some commercials do it way better than theirs. I actually think Sensa, although I'm sure it's absolute bunk as a product, I actually think Sensa is 
does it pretty well from a from an advertising standpoint. And the other thing I like about it is it's an actual campaign where yeah. the marching band is the through line because in that one I probably wouldn't I don't maybe I'd see that in TV and it wouldn't really stick with me. But then they have another one for the same product, but this time there's a woman in the office place, right? Like a cubicle farm style office, and then she sprinkles some sensa onto her food, and then all of a sudden the marching band appears there, and her coworkers are like, "What?" And then at one point she has she has like a scepter, and she's like leading the band through the cubicles. Sensa is as easy as shake, eat, and lose weight. In one of the largest studies of its kind ever conducted, 1,400 users lost an average of 30 and a half pounds with Sensa. Visit There's one shot that's in both commercials as the band is back out on the street, and it's a woman kind of marching near the band, not kind of, not kind of, in a uniform, just a, a but bystander. sort of. They're following her, and she's shaking that shit on a hot dog, a hot dog that has no condiments. Yeah, as she's walking very briskly, shaking this powder <laughs> onto a bare hot dog in a bun. Yeah, it's that that is not great. That's a weird look. Uh, yeah. It does make me want a hot dog, though. Of course, most things do. Um, did you have any thoughts on this Honda commercial um, from back from 2015? Uh, this one's kind of standard issue, I think. Yeah. It's like the... Oh, you know what? Actually, I do remember this one. This is a guy... There's a Yes, I think there's a problem with the writing in this. Why don't oh, you go ahead and oh, play it? Oh, me too. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, this. I bet you you and I have the same I, exact mental note about this because there's something... I have a rant about this. I have a rant about it too. I'm sure it's the same one. We have a guy who's a potential Honda customer sitting in the driver's seat and next to him is the Honda salesperson and the potential customer asks the salesperson if this if this car can pass his Tuesday test and then as soon as he says Tuesday test I'm going to set this up in advance because it's going to get it's going to move quickly and it's going to be cacophonous suddenly a businessman actually it looks like two people a businessman and a businesswoman suddenly appear in the back seat, they do some business on their phones, and they then, do they, some business. They, then they clear out, and then they're followed by a marching band, like a kid's marching, a kid's marching band? No, adult marching band. Or college. Or maybe college, be. and then a bunch of kids like who Boy are Scouts. in the scouts go through, um, and then with a wide shot, we see that all these people are just like passing through the back seat of this Honda. Right now, you could get a great deal on a 2015 Honda Pilot. But... Can it pass my Tuesday test? What's your Tuesday test? All right, so here we go. We've got business people, band, Boy Scout troop. So that's your Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesdays are pretty slow. Why are you then testing it? Why would it you say Tuesday for the test? Tuesday. Do it for the heavy day. Do it for the Thursday test. It's such test. bad writing. It's such bad writing. He's. They wanted to get the joke in there like, oh, he's a busy guy. But the guy. joke doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. And you think, even if you had said, yeah, and if you think that's bad, you should see my Thursday. That would be even slightly better. Although it's like saying like, uh, can this pass my ruggedness test? If it's a car that advertises that you can go off road with it, but then you choose like a highway. Like, yeah. that doesn't, oh, well, this was an, e no, you wouldn't say that. You would say, does it pass my ruggedness test? And you would take it off road. Yeah, I I am annoyed that they wanted to write to they wanted to write a joke at the end, but the only joke they could think of was it's a like my Tuesdays are slow like as if to make the point that you know this guy is really busy, but that's not the point of the no. of the the test he's doing. That's not the point of the the brag 
point that you're trying to make about your Honda. Uh, this next commercial I want to play quickly here only because I put it, put it in my notes. This I is, love this one, actually. I actually I like it, too. I don't know I've, how much I've I been, have to say I've about I've been a it. fan of this Giard- Giardians ad, which always sounds like Giardia to me, like it's going to uh, give you Giardia, but... Uh, I've been a fan of this ad for a while, actually. And it's th- this is something they do in all of these campaigns, and I, I'm honestly not trying to make light of it. This is a um, a, a medicine uh, that is supposed to help you with um, diabetes, right? Mm-hmm. Which can lead to you know heart disease and you know risk of heart attack and stuff. And so, in all of these commercials for Jardians, there's a moment where there's a person who's like a middle aged person, probably around my age, going about their life, but living an active lifestyle in some way. But then something happens that, without Jardians, they could have had a heart attack right? and a moment where it's like, whoa, that scared the shit out of yeah. me. And it's kind of like in an alternate world, they would have collapsed exactly. if it weren't for this pharmaceutical. I call it uh, this. Per- watch this person almost have a heart attack commercials. And in this one, you have a woman and she is on a football field. I guess it's high school football in this case, right? But she's an adult woman and she is clearly the band leader. And yes. I think throughout the montage, we're going to see her also like in the band room teaching um, kids how to play their instruments and what have you. But the point is she's a marching band instructor or teacher and she's uh, she does her work on a football field. I think they field. prefer director. Director. Where you and they are. will leave an interview with you if you do yes. it wrong. And you have um, football players also practicing on the field. So she has a couple of moments where she almost, she almost gets like bowled over by a football player, avoids that, but also thank God she's on this medication because <laughs> she... I'm coming to you, Elizabeth. <laughs> Managing type 2 diabetes? Audrey's on it. Eating right? On it. Staying active? On it. Audrey thinks she's doing all she can to manage her type 2 diabetes and heart disease. But is her treatment doing enough to lower her heart risk? Look out! Maybe not. But should you still have the... I don't know enough about... I never played an instrument in high school, um, and I never did marching band. But is it normal to have the football team practicing at the same time that the band is out there practicing? It doesn't seem the It just question. feels like a recipe for disaster. Audrey's going to get bowled over. Exactly. You don't, I mean, just And look like, at her. She's so cool looking. She is really cool. I do like her. Now, later on, as in all these commercials, she's going to march back out in the field. This time, it's actually game day. They're all in their uniforms. She Those looks sharp. Those are some sharp-ass uniforms. Yes, absolutely. And then... As I like a, to say, she's looking sharp. <laughs> a football is going to... Come in her direction now. I don't know why this is either. Like, are they on they game be in day? Half-time. But like, it's halftime. I don't know why. The, the maybe the team's warming up. I, <laughs> I don't know. But either way, a ball is going to come towards her. Could bonk her on the head, but it doesn't because this medicine also it's... makes her good at catching footballs. <laughs> Ketoacidosis or an allergic reaction. Do not take Jardians if you are on dialysis or have severe kidney problems. Taking Jardians with a sulfonylurea or insulin may cause low blood sugar, lower A1C, and lower risk of a fatal heart attack. On it. There it was. Guardians. You heard the heads up. That was a football player yelling heads up. Yeah. But yeah, for real, they need to get a different practice field for these folks. They do, but she looks great. Yeah. I love Audrey. Um, good job, Audrey. You're on it. Uh, this is going back to the 1980s, and I mentioned, and maybe I'm... Maybe I'm just making up a trend here, but it seems to me that a lot of these uh, marching bands that are shown in the 1980s commercials are actual bands, you know, yeah, like they kind have of shining the, a light on. Yes. And they tend to be, um, I think, without exception, um, black college bands. And mm-hmm. I would I would assume that it's an HBCU. And I wonder if there was 
Now, when the movie Drumline, that came out in the 90s, right? I think so, yeah. So or or one, very, very early 2000s, maybe? Yeah, or so, late 90s. so well after this, this spate of commercials would have run. But yeah, I wonder if there was sort of a moment around the the you know tradition and the glamour and the you know at the performance and the showmanship of HBCU marching bands which are their own thing like mm-hmm. even even within the world of college marching bands um which i'm sure is it's is a very rich subculture HBCU bands are like their own sub subculture and they're you know it's like there's like a lot of tradition associated with it now is florida am florida am in HBCU, I don't. I don't think believe so. so no. Yeah, and that's this first band here. Okay, so that, so. that just the very first one belies it. But everything else you said, I agree with. Um, by the way, I, so is A and M? Do you know what that stands for? It's a. It must be a land grant. I, think I it's always a hear land grant. Texas A and M. Uh, agriculture and money and manufacturing maybe yeah maybe Um, but anyway this is a 1980s commercial for Welsh's grape soda that makes me want Welsh's grape soda agricultural and mechanical oh that makes sense I misspoke Everybody except for the band director in that commercial is black. So yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe it, it, I, again, I'm pretty sure I've identified that correctly. Is the no? That's the Florida A M U or Florida A and M. Yeah, I think uh, their colors are like orange and something, some dark color. And I cross referenced their uniforms with some yeah. photos of the band. Um, and I, I found this interesting. I mean, again, I do not want to delve into stereotypes here, but like, I do think that like. Uh, fruit flavored sodas. Oh, you know what? Are... I'm sorry. I stand corrected. Uh, it is a public H- HBCU. Oh, it is. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, but it is. It is also a land grant. And don't you think that like fruit flavored sodas are often targeted towards the black community? I was thinking about yeah. that too when I was watching it. Yeah, I, because I... this is the 80s. Yeah, you know, this wasn't in like the more modern trend of of highlighting. Yeah, I don't think any of this stuff. is accidental. Yeah, yeah, interesting. But man, do I love a good grape soda. <gasps> Is Welch's... I don't know that I have tried Welch's grape soda. Oh, I think that's what we grew up on. Um, I've had... I've for sure had um, uh, Shasta. 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 I like this Wrigley's commercial from the 80s because... I love this prop. They're they're marching around. This band is, again, like some sort of a... I'm assuming high school or college uh, marching band. But their instruments are also huge... like packs of spearmint gum, right? Like I don't even know how to describe what's happening. Their instruments are sort of half. Are they carrying both instruments and these giant? Pa- yeah, they're carrying both somehow. They are carrying and these the, big the, packs of gum. But you can't play a trumpet with one arm. You can. Can you? I mean, it's not comfortable, but yeah. You can okay. All, you don't need two hands to press the key, as opposed to like a clarinet or a or a saxophone. Right. Where so you can hold it and access and operate the keys. Yeah. All right. 
I mean, I don't play trumpet. The I used to know. play trumpet. Um, but yeah, see, it's the But here you do, I'm, I'm scrolling through here. You do have somebody who's playing the clarinet with one hand and carrying a big pack of gum under yeah. their other arm. That's, okay, now That's you've gone bunk. too far commercial. Yeah. That's a um, hoax. But yeah, this is, I think, from the early 80s. I, I would like one of those giant packs of gum. Oh, I know, it's a great prop. I love it. As you can see, that's only the first two or three rows of the band that are holding the gum. In the interior of the band, they're not holding gum. Yeah. And then there's this, this weird couple. So we're watching the band march around carrying the big gum, doing like the, the, the pom-pom team is doing a dance with the gum. It's cool looking. But then there's this random sort of 70s couple sitting in the stands, uh, this man and this woman, they're just enjoying the show and they're offering each other gum. Yeah, just what you do. I guess so. Like but this. it really takes away from, I just want to see the band. Um, but I also like the song. Wrigley's has always had the biggest, freshest flavor. It's an earworm, and they also are telling you what to do. Carry it with you. Carry it with you. You know, I actually think that's kind of smart. And they've got the gum under their arm. I like imagining Mm -hmm. how these productions were set up. Like, some band was approached. You know, obviously, Wrigley's didn't go out and make a band. They found a band, and they said, we're going to... I don't know, pay you or your program uh, X amount of money. We're going to give you these giant gum packs and you're going to dress in Wrigley's colors and you're going to do like this performance on a football field. Yeah. Like I love, like I just would like to talk to someone who was in one of those bands. You I know? want to talk to somebody who was ever in one of those McDonald's bands. Yes. I meant to say that earlier. That'd be great. Because I could see that. Like our audience knows somebody who knows somebody. Yeah, put the word out. And this next one, according to YouTube, this is the Wayne Valley High School Band. Now, if we can trust YouTube, I don't know where <laughs> Wayne Valley is. It was posted by somebody named Tab Patterson. Oh, I don't know why I find that entertaining. Tab Patterson. But Tab Patterson is the person who posted this. And this was a commercial of this band, maybe the Wayne Valley High School Band, marching through the streets of New York City advertising Siemens. Now, have you Siemens uh, furniture? Now, have you noticed a big difference? All of the commercials so far with marching bands in the 80s all have a song to go along with them. They have a the particular song. The more modern song. ones, with the exception of Windex, yeah. there are no lyrics going on, right? Right, and it's and it's more just the band. In the, in the modern use of marching bands, the bands are just sort of like a... They're a signifier. They're they're set dressing. They're just like a. They're an accessory. Mm-hmm. In these '80s ads, the band is the is the whole thing. It's the they're the performers and the storytellers and the jingle providers. They're everything. Like they're not just background noise. Wayne Valley, by the way, is in Wayne, New Jersey. Uh, and Tab Patterson writes here in the description: This was a commercial shot on Fifth Avenue, New York City, for Siemens Furniture, featuring the Wayne Valley High School Marching Band. Gerald Tedesco was the band director this was taken from a umatic dub 
from the broadcast master. So it doesn't <laughs> sound like Tab Patterson is bullshitting us here. There's a lot of details. A lot of or details. a masterful liar knows, yeah. right, to add a lot of details. So, well, I'll add the, just the right amount. So um, Too anyway. much detail is the elaborations of a bad liar. <laughs> so here, you're right. So here, Tab, if we can believe you, is the Wayne Valley High School band marching through the streets of New York City with a song. Siemens Fifth Avenue, right in the heart of town, with incredible values and selections to beat the band. Join the parade to Siemens Fifth Avenue. Come on and see and then they march right on into the store. Right on in. They must have had to close down they had to. I was that. just going to say that they literally had to throw a parade on Fifth Avenue to do this commercial. That's why they had to get a high school band. They didn't have to pay because <laughs> it cost too much to shut down the streets. Um, this is another, the, uh, a gramb- is it Grambling College or Grambling University? The Grambling Marching Band, and that's an HBCU, I believe, uh, is in this 1980s commercial for Coca-Cola. Coke is it. That's the one that highlights the band. That is so cool. It right? is so cool. Yeah. So Grambling State University is an HBCU uh, out of in Grambling, Louisiana. Um, that is, I would recommend that everyone go to the Facebook page and if you watch nothing else, watch the watch the Coke Is It ad for, for with this marching band. It is such a performance, and they're doing a lot. That not only do you get to see the band do a lot of tricks and a lot of performance, but like individual members of the band are doing a lot of like cheersing each other with coke bottles and enjoying the coke mm-hmm. and one like of them kisses the coke one of them bottle, kisses the coke bottle it's like move. it's so it's such a rich performance there's like this little dance number just in the middle for funsies it's also i'm looking for the screenshot here it's also amazing what a what an 80s mustache will do oh to age God. a man i know this is a, probably a 19 year old kid this is a college band and somebody takes a sip from this from this uh bottle of coke and yeah. i feel like he's somebody's uncle yeah like, or, <laughs> like yeah, he looks like he should be like you know yeah. like you need to give your you have your you know your 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 numbers report on his desk by the end of the day. Exactly. Actually, you know what, Genevieve? Is there a chance now? He might. Am be I the talking band about the band leader? So maybe he is. He an could adult. be an adult. Yeah, because some of these other kids do look really young. Maybe I got maybe maybe I got tricked on that. But yeah, at one point I was kind of like, this kid. What did what did college students look like? It's in moving. The 80s? There's a lot of cuts, so it's not yeah. in, in, it's not instantly clear who's doing what. But like, yeah, that guy with the mustache for sure looks older. Yeah. Um, but it's a wonderful ad. It makes me want to drink Coke. It makes me want to join a band. (laughs) It just makes me want to live life. 
I'm going to play one more for you because I have a question for you. Also, I think this is kind of a cute commercial. You see two kids who are in a band, clearly, but you don't really see a band performance. You can just tell that they're like at band practice or maybe yeah, at some sort of they've got the full regalia on. Right, and maybe they're at a performance of some sort, but it's like break time for these two young girls uh, who are two blonde-haired uh, girls with pigtails, and they kind of, they're not twins, but they have some things that make them sort of look alike. And, of course, they're wearing the same uniform, right? This is yeah. all plays into the message they of are the cute. commercial. They're very cute. And they're eating their sandwiches, which also look alike. But Kraft Singles wants you to know that just because things look alike doesn't mean they are. Things that look alike can be very different. Take these sandwiches. Jill's tastes better. That's because it has Kraft Singles made from five ounces of milk per slice. Lisa's sandwich has imitation cheese made mostly of oil and water. They may look like Kraft Singles, but they sure don't taste like them. What's in mine? Thanks. That's a difference you're sure to notice. Milk makes every single crack. The little girl who has the um, the little one who has the one who has the the good sandwich is smaller. When they stand up, she's quite a bit shorter than mm-hmm. the the girl with the bad sandwich. But she's playing a huge white tuba that dwarfs her, while the taller, bigger girl is playing like a piccolo mm-hmm. or something. So it's. Ironic things I like. The, uh, I remember this ad, by the way. Oh, really? I don't. Yeah. This is listed as a 1990 commercial. I remember it. That. I remember it from seeing it as a kid. Here are the things I like. I like the fact that a little kid would look at somebody else's food and say, "You're not enjoying yours. Would you like some of mine?" I don't think I've ever offered anybody a sandwich, a part of my sandwich. Never have in my life. Never will. <laughs> to, to your should have got your should have got one you liked. <laughs> I thought you were saying that I never have offered you a bite of my no, sandwich. No, I never have, and I never will. <laughs> but I think that's really sweet. Um, what I also like is near the end. Um, the one who plays the tuba blows into it and just makes a little noise and laughs. And I like the fact that somebody who's <laughs> already practiced and plays the tuba still just acknowledges that it is a funny sound. Yes. I think that's very charming. But I'd like to talk to you about the premise of this commercial. Uh, again, obviously it's good advertising tactic. It's classic. It's the whole ours is toasted thing. Yeah. You know. But is there, you know, me, I don't eat cheese in most circumstances, and I wouldn't eat one of these little, you know, craft singles with your tongue mm, white but white bread with mayo and a ugh. and a craft single oh they call them can what are they in canada they call them like canadian slims or something right <laughs> <laughs> or is it a bar i went to um they do call them something else in canada they call them um it's not singles though right it might is it singles i can't remember but you're right there's a canadian name for it I'm trying to do a, a, but is there any truth to the idea that um, you would be able to tell the difference in any of these orange square products? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's right. Because it's called American cheese here. Yeah. Um, And they call them, uh, what are they, slices, I think. Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking it up. I can't see anything here. Well, anyway, um, I... Uh, yes, you can absolutely tell the difference between um, a, a good now. Not ev- like there are other ones that are good besides craft, but like the really down market ones where it's just like a a slab of sliced cheese product mm-hmm. is for sure not as good. Maybe it is called Canadian Singles or something. I think it's Canadian Singles. Yeah, but that's also an app. Yes, right. Yeah, it's, okay. a, it's the only dating app I'll use. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good app. I would use it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Farmers I mean, only and Canadian singles. Canadian for me, singles. Please. Yeah. Everybody's talking at me. 
I don't hear words saying Only the echoes of my mind Like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, last week we um, tried to break down as many of the progressive You're Becoming Your Parents commercials as possible to make a definitive list of all of the things that would be indicators that you are becoming your parents, right? And the list ended up being, I mean, how many were on here? Like well, 44. Six, oh, well, that's right, 44 questions. I almost said 60. Actually, and then, think we added one or two during it, so probably like rounded up to 45. Yeah, and then we said, you know, if you got zero, if you answered zero to 10 of these with yes, then you're still a babe in the woods, 11 through 20, you're getting up there, et cetera, et cetera, um, to break it down. And I think you and I both ended up in the 11 to 20 range, we right? Did. So we're getting up there. We're getting up there. If you're in the 21 to 30, you are your parents. If you're in 30 to 44, you're your parents' parents, according to my according to my estimates. Um, and we got some reactions from folks online. What was the highest anybody scored that they reported? The highest reported score that I saw, and please correct me, ad counselors, if I missed your reporting or you had a higher score and you didn't report it. But my the highest one that I saw was Elizabeth. And she only got 15. So that's still just good. We're all in the same We're category We're all just here. getting up there. I got a text message from my friend Doug. Who's I'm proud of you guys. The show, uh, uh, this weekend, and he just texted me out of the blue. But I get 1,000 points for knowing that it's a Ford Transit in that commercial and not a Sprinter van. Oh, yeah. Right? You called it a Sprinter I van. I kept calling the vehicle a Sprinter van. That's what van. it looked like to me. He calls it a... He's like, I know it's a Ford Transit. So that... Doug is also like really leaning into... He, he's got a couple of kids and uh, he really... I think he loves... He probably bundles home and auto like... The, just he does all day long and he's like I, he's a he's a uh, font of dad jokes and embarrassment <laughs> to his kids he sure he for sure had to take it take the he had to yeah. take the l on the joke about koi fish right <laughs> exactly exactly uh don't be coy uh anna said there should be an extra point for me too because uh when andrew and genevieve said that the first commercial was from 2018 and that was a few years ago I exclaimed, 2018 was a few years ago already? It seems like just yesterday. <laughs> that yep, is, yep, yep. That, that counts. And I also think that all the time, Anna. Oh, yeah. And then Brian wrote on Facebook in a comment, January 12th, 2022. Dear Genevieve and Andrew, I'm not sure what you mean about writing full sentences in texts. Please explain. Truly yours, old listener Brian. <laughs> You broke the game, Brian. Yeah, you'll never get it, Brian. Sorry. I don't know if there's a lot to say about this next commercial other than that it's got a cute dog in it for sure, but I want to play it for you, Veeves. Linda posted this to the Facebook page. says, who doesn't love a Basset Hound? So this is for DoorDash, but now like DoorDash, like a, a lot of these delivery services, they have premium. It's like so weird. I'm just, I mean, now I'm going to get a million old man points for this, but it's like, we used to just order a pizza from a pizza place. I know. Then we have the apps that connect, and that's a huge difference. Yeah. There's a huge difference. But then you're like, okay, yes, I am going to pay a bunch of fees in this app and taxes and all these things to connect me to a pizza shop that maybe otherwise wouldn't deliver or a Chinese restaurant or anything. And I, lo I do love that, but now they're pushing more and more this idea of you should just pay a flat fee for our premium service. Okay, right? but full disclosure, I am actually paying the flat fee for Grubhub. Because in theory, you you know, I pay $10 a month, but I also get $10 a month in uh, like free free 
money, you know, mm. like $10 to use. So, like, it's on me to remember to use that money. Are they also waiving any other, like, extra fees Yes, that's in their the point orders? of it. Right. It's like the, the idea is you pay the $10 a month and then it's, then you, then a bunch of fees get waived. And so if you use Grubhub enough, you get the money back and then some because you're not spending the money Do on delivery pay, fees. Is it, is it paying off? I don't know. I just signed up for it. Mm. I'm glad I actually we're having this conversation because I <laughs> had sort of forgotten that I was kind of, doing that. That doesn't sound like you. I know. I got bamboozled, I think, probably. Well, one thing we should make sure of, though, is and this is great news for me because it means that I, this is how lazy you and I are. Yeah. Or I'll just put this on me. But, like, we barely even cook anymore. And now we're kind of like, can you order yeah. the takeout? It's I a don't want to de- order the It's takeout. a real debate. And then it becomes, well, all right, if I'm going to be the one to order the takeout, if I'm going to take that bullet, you have to promise to be the one to go down and open the gate to yeah. let them in because we live behind a stupid gate. But, um, which is, I mean, really, you'd think that that would be the more pain in the ass. But there's something about, like, making the decisions. Like, I don't know. Do you want I can Mushu? usually muster the wanna... energy for decision making, but I don't want to go outside to the gate. Oh, man. Let's remember this uh, conversation if we're ever applying for a job to really just show our get up and go. Yeah. When they say, like, are you a self-starter? I'll be like, well, let me tell you a story. I ordered food the other day. And I didn't even <laughs> barely complain about it. <laughs> Anyway, this is for the Dash Pass from DoorDash. And this is a Basset Hound who's uh, spending the day at home while its owner is at work. And you you see, actually, I guess it opens up with a guy at an office. And then we see on his desk, uh, like a little painting of a sweet dog. It's not even a photo. No, is that a photo? I think it's a photo. Okay, it's a photo of a sweet dog that is so beautiful. It looks like a painting. And so then he surreptitiously pulls out his phone and you see him kind of press a couple of buttons and we realize he's ordering some dog toys that look like they look like McDonald's menu items but they're like rubber dog toys yeah and they show up on the front porch at home and the dog runs out to play with the toys and then um, later on our hero is in a meeting and he pulls out his phone again and adds something else to the cart the dog is at home by the way exercising the second time we see the dog the dog is on the treadmill so this commercial i'm glad we're playing this the commercial just builds up this idea that this guy really loves his dog yeah. and also the his dog has dog a rich full life just kind of runs the house when he's gone he's getting his he's getting his exercise on the treadmill then another knock comes on the door so the dog goes to the door goes through the little doggy door and he sees a dash passer has dropped off an open um, container of peanut butter. Oh, wow. You can make them butter. open it now. I, I don't know if that's actually the case. In this case, um, I think the dog lives a better life than the Dash Passer. Yeah, than the Dash Passer or the guy at work or both. Arguably both, but for sure the person who has to leave an open jar of oh, peanut butter on a porch. Absolutely. And then, um, you know, everything happens in threes. So then the third time the dog hears a, a doorbell or a knock at the door, he goes out to look what's being dropped off from Dash Pass. Nothing is being dropped off this time because his owner's home. And weirdly, this is the one thing I don't get. The owner seems to be home and excited to see his dog, but also gripping a six-pack in each hand. Is he and the dog, are they're they going to get drunk? Are they going to crush 12? Like, they're he's got a six-pack of bottles in one hand and a six-pack of cans, tall boys in the that other. That is wild. Like, he and his dog are this just going to grow This dog likes to party. It is a weird, it is kind of an interesting relationship this guy has with this dog. <laughs> <laughs> but I also love it. Take a listen. All right, he's got the little rubber toys. Yeah. 
Now he's got the open jar of peanut butter. The dash passer driving away. Oh, he, wait, wait, he wait. He bought some kind of special dog beer. That, yeah, you know what? There's a quick clue Which, there isn't there. Bearing the headline here. Okay. There's special dog beer. Is this a real thing? If you pause it, you can see that he bought dog brew by Bush. And that actually, that must be a real thing because that looks like Bush's branding. Yeah, dog brew so by they Bush. Must be, that's an interesting thing. You found it? Um, okay. It is an all-natural product that contains only four ingredients. Um, I don't want to enter my age. I'm definitely uh, old enough to drink Bush. You're definitely old enough to be on the Bush I'm old website. enough to learn about dog beer for sure. Um, that's not uses, the worst marketing ploy. It's just like a, it's just a, like vegetables, spices, and herbs, and pork broth. So it's just basically, it's basically just pork broth in a can. But it's not a bad idea to like <laughs> bro down with your dog. But with he your is dog gonna brew. party with his yeah, dog. Yeah, exactly. He got beer for his dog. It's kind of cute. You're the only one for me. Up this beers. is All the wild. No this is low key about Dash telling pass. you about dog beer. Yeah, that's really that was my takeaway. Of course, if you're not pausing it for a podcast, that goes by pretty quickly. But um, I like the casting in this as well. Yeah. It's a young black man in corporate America. He's got cornrows. You know, yes. it's not like your usual like buttoned up white guy or right white woman. or like a or a guy who's like sort of um, you know code switching heavily. Yes, like exactly. it's it's yeah. a cool. I mean, you know, there's no dialogue or anything, but it's just like you're right. Some of the signifiers are are great to see Head council, it's jingle time. hey andrew and genevieve this is listener mike calling in to sing you a jingle but first i just wanted to let you know that i scored a two on the uh becoming your parents quiz from this week's last show so i'm pretty proud of that i guess i'm still young and hip <laughs> but um anyway here's here's the jingle it's for a jewelry store from my hometown and it's gotta be like two decades old at this point but i was i was in town recently and i heard it on tv again and i was just really happy that they were still using it i think it's a great jingle all right here it goes one brilliant idea from Egon Erlenspiel. All right, power out. That's it. Short and sweet. Egon Erlenspiel. But they sexed up that name for Hollywood, I think. Yeah, right. right. They, short, they shortened it and made it all. Uh, they, um, so I'm, that's what it, that's what they named him at Ellis Island. He said that uh, that was his hometown, and I'm trying to figure out what the hometown here Looks like Syracuse. is. Oh, is it Syracuse? Yeah. Okay, let's take a listen to this commercial. This was posted to YouTube in 2019 by Egon Erlenspiel. The wedding, the honeymoon, the dream of home and family all start with one question, one answer, and one ring. Begin the newest chapter of your lives by asking the most important question you will ever ask. And when you do, offer the love of your life a breathtaking symbol of all that's to come. Now, the question, they keep on saying what question question to ask. I think the question to ask is, did you get this out of a bubblegum machine? Because these yes. are the most hideous looking They are not rings. good. Like they are just like encrusted. And they're with just it's jewels. a lot of like 
um, you know, like bubblegum colored stones in them. You know, the, those fake colored uh, diamonds. It just like there is zirconias. It does not let hideous. anything breathe at no. all. Most important question you will ever ask, and when you do, offer the love of your life a breathtaking symbol of all that's to come with a stunning ring from Egon Erlenspiel Jewelers, fifty nine fourteen Bridge Street in East Syracuse. One brilliant idea from Egon Erlenspiel. There it is, all those years later. One brilliant idea from Egon Erlenspiel. You've already got it, I Vince. love it. You've already got it. It's a good jingle. It. Yeah. Thank you for sending that in, Mike. It was good to hear from you. And I think we can Congratulations probably... on your low score, yeah, no you whippersnapper. Get a job. Kiddo. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. Hey, I just got an idea. We could name the show Marching Brand. You know what? I think that is a really good name. <laughs> worked. All right, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today and putting up with me. I feel like I really kind of, uh, I really um, tested the patience of the listeners today and me trying to describe some of these commercials. No, My apologies fine. for that. Uh, if you want to call the voicemail line and complain or recommend a different host, call 607-444-5597. That, again, is 607 607- 444-5597. Or email us at After These Messages Show at Gmail or visit us on the Facebook group. I really love seeing everybody's reaction to last yeah. week's show. I love seeing everybody's scores. Um, if you if you missed putting the scores in, you can put them in this week's show uh, just to let me know because I will take a look. Um, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Don't don't be ashamed. There's no way you're older than Doug, I promise. <laughs> you can say